Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast. It's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Hey, yo. For over 30 years and still, and still, your inside look into boxing and mixed martial arts. You know what? As long as she fights me 135 pounds, I don't care if she's injecting a horse demon into her eyeballs. Heard live around the world and brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. And now, and now, live from the Ring Talk Studios in San Francisco. Here's the host of the longest-running fight show in history, Pedro Fernandez. Sports fans, you're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Often imitated but never duplicated, 35 years of radio presence. Welcome to the longest-running fight show in history. Yes, the man was correct with that lofty introduction as my name is Pedro Fernandez. Of course, a four-time amateur Golden Glove champion, award-winning writer, and straight-up just your guy on boxing and MMA now for 35 years. We will have open phone lines this hour. We'll take phone calls if you want. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. This hour of Ring Talk live worldwide on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, of course, the Dan Patrick Channel 211, and, of course, Switch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel, man. We got it rocking and rolling straight up. We'll have Larry Merchant live in the living color this hour. We'll hear from Tyson Fury, not once, but twice. That's right, the current world linear world heavyweight champion will be here, as will Johnny Signorella, our heavyweight champion from Las Vegas. But wait, I'm not done. We'll also cover the UFC like a blanket, baby. I'm talking about the UFC last night in Nashville, Texas, Tennessee. Well, Anthony Pettis, former lightweight champion, I rode him off a couple of times. He's back in the winner's circle. A big, big win over Stephen Thompson. Classic win, no doubt about it. So we got boxing and MMA and lots of things to talk about on today's show. Once again, the open phone lines, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. And the guilt-free, no-commitment text line. You can text us here in the studio. It's the studio text line. Once again, number 1-415. 275 That's 415-275-1613. You're tuned to Ring Talk live on iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, as I said. Channel 211, my man Dan Patrick. He and I used to party in Tyson fights back in the 90s. Straight up, you're tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide. Often imitated, but never duplicated. Okay, so your heart broke. You sit around moping, crying, crying. You say you even thinking about dying? Well, before you do anything rash, dig this. Everybody plays the fool sometimes. Pick 
comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Ask yourself, if you built a van for your business, where would you start? At the beginning, of course, with the people who invented the work van over 100 years ago, Mercedes-Benz. You'd give your new Mercedes-Benz Sprinter advanced technology and safety to keep you connected and protected. You'd make it available in diesel and gas, and there would be thousands of configurations and upfits to choose from. You'd build it right here in the USA. Because your one-of-a-kind business deserves nothing less than a van that's built for you. Introducing the all-new Mercedes-Benz Sprinter. The safest, most innovative Sprinter yet. Starting at just 33790 Built for you. The all-new Sprinter. Built in the USA. Mercedes-Benz. Vans. Born to run. NSFP excludes all options, taxes, title, registration, transportation, charge, and dealer prep fee. Options, model availability, and actual dealer price may vary. See dealer for details about costs and terms. Equipment described as optional. 2019 Mercedes-Benz printer available soon. Hi, I'm Rick Tittle, and I host the Video Game Review every Sunday night at 9 o'clock Pacific, midnight on the East Coast, right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Video games are way more important than your job, your school, or your relationship, so let's talk about them. Everything from the 2600 to the 360. I don't work for any video game company, so I'll tell you what's worth your money and what stinks. Also, cheat codes, interviews, your calls, I'll give away a game, release dates, all that and more every Sunday night right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Now, more of Ring Talk. With Pedro Fernandez. I'm just ready to get it on and crush this guy's skull. Check it from one heavyweight champion, of course, Mike Tyson, to Las Vegas and another heavyweight champion, although he's not quite the heavyweight limit. Straight up, he is the heavyweight in our minds. I'm talking about Johnny Signorella. And Johnny, big weekend in boxing or a flat weekend in boxing? Kind of flat on paper, not so great, but it fleshed out pretty good. Pula last night taking on Bob Dan the on ESPN. And a slugfest, a slop fest as well at heavyweight. Blood all over the ring. Pulov was bloody from a right hand that Nadu landed. Uh, Pulov comes back, knocks out uh, Nadu in the seventh round of their fight. And also over on the zone, man, I got to give a big shout out to Sam Maxwell. Now 11 and 0 with nine KOs coming back and beating Sabre Cedery, right? In the 10th round, knocking him out with 10 seconds left after losing every round and going down twice himself. 
So there was some good entertainment last night. On paper, it didn't look so hot, but it fleshed out okay. I got a good one for you. What the hell happened in that Kasimuma fight? Oh, I didn't see that one. Oh, Melo, you got uh, Johnny. You missed what's up. They just, it was in the middle of the round. They just threw in the corner. No, They threw in the, 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 the Uma corner, threw in the towel. There wasn't a blow landed. There wasn't a blow landing. They threw in the towel, so everybody's scratching their heads trying to figure that one out. Check that one out, of course. That's courtesy of YouTube.com. Wow. We'll hear from Tyson Fury in a little bit, but what else did you What else did you take from this weekend? I mean, any potential superstars in the mix? Potential superstars from this weekend? No, no. I mean, Max Dadashev last night on ESPN Undercard knocked out in the fourth round, Ricky Sisamundo, yeah. in a devastating knockout, man. Yeah. I sent that one to you last night. Good that night, sweet like, prince. Whoa. Yeah, so when you see punch and power like that, like we've seen with Tiafimo Lopez lately, yeah, that puts prospects on the map. It gets people talking because we all love knockouts, you know. But as far as, uh, you know, a star emerging from last night's performances around the globe, not so much. The closest fight on the cards last night, as far as the odds makers were concerned in Las Vegas, was 11 to 1. I mean, what does that say about a weekend of boxing when the closest fight is 11 to 1? Yeah, man, exactly. You know, you said it right there. That's why I said on paper, not so hot. But the Pulev and Danu fight, I was pretty impressed with Danu, man. He came out there and he actually hurt Pulev and cut him. It wasn't a headbutt, it was a punch. And he turned his knuckle the way you should when you throw a right hand on someone's brow and just smeared that skin and opened up a nasty gash. So that was entertaining. Uh, he definitely came out to fight as the underdog last night. All right, we've got fights. We'll talk about a little bit later in hour number two, of course, talking about fights today. Uh, Lamont Peterson's in action. Is Lamont Peterson still relevant? I don't know, man. You know, four losses in you know, his career. You know, he lost to Spence, Garcia, Mattesi, Tim Bradley. His best win was Amir Khan. That's a, that's a good win right there, you know. Victor Keanu as well. Um, Lippinette's only lost to Mikey Garcia. It's the second fight at 147. I think it will tell a lot about where Lamont Peterson is at, in his career right now. There's a lot of mileage on him as a professional fighter. So Sergey's a little bit more fresh. Let's see how he handles 147. I'm leaning towards Sergey Lippinette in this fight in a decision in a very interesting and uh, competitive fight. Lubinette's moving up in weight. I mean, that's, that's the only knock on him here, right? Yes, sir. But he, I, I believe he claims that the reason why he didn't fare so well uh, against Mikey Garcia was the weight limitations and that he feels he's full-fledged at 147. But, you know, we'll see how it fleshes out. Interesting. Interesting. Anyway, somebody sent me a, a text to ask you about, have you heard anything on Oleg Usyk and what he's going to do next? Usyk, yeah, man. He's going to be fighting on the zone. Um, they have a date. I don't believe they have an opponent yet. He is going to heavyweight. So now you can put him in the heavyweight division as a serious, serious threat in the heavyweight ranks. Okay, and now I'm going to get straight to business with you. Um, I'm looking at mm-hmm. FightNews.com and a couple other websites, and I didn't know until I read this in the media that the zone is doubling my monthly price. Didn't they, didn't I just sign up with them like two months ago, three months ago? <laughs> yeah, luckily we're grandfathered in for a year. We paid nine ninety five at the inception. Now they jacked it to. Nineteen ninety-five monthly if you're a new subscriber, I believe, after yesterday's date or someday coming up soon. But either which way, if you want to jump on the zone um, and you can still get it for nine ninety-five, do it now. You'll get it for a year. After that, it's going to be 20 bucks um, a month. And when you think about it, it's, it's a little messed up. It's early, you know, in the uh, launch of the zone. And I think they're taking it out on the, the public a little bit because they don't have the subscriber 
space that they wanted to. And it's now like the new people coming in, they got to pay double to overcompensate for the lack of subscriptions that had picked up. Okay, Johnny you know? Signal, you're, you're an expert on numbers. What does the WWE do per month on their channel? Well, they got 1.5 million subs, right? At $10 monthly equals $15 million monthly, $180 million annually, right? Look at ESPN Plus, too. 2.5 million subs at $5 a month, 12.5 million monthly, 150 million annually, right? The zone doesn't show their numbers. My educated guess right now in their current situation is America is 150,000 subs, you know, grandfathered in at about 10 bucks monthly. So you're talking about 1.5 million monthly, 18 million annually. Uh, here's a question for you. The cable companies and the promoters used to split the pay-per-view money down the middle. In other words, until certain stars came along, it was a 50-50 split. In other words, the cable Time Warner or HBO got 50 per- 50% of the $20 pay-per-view, and, and the promoter got the other 10 bucks. okay? Now, since they went to zone, went to the zone, the cable companies are out of the way. So there's 50% of the profit already available for the promoters and the zone. See me? You feel me on that? Absolutely. And we talk about this with the UFC Fight Pass, you know, which I believe has about a half a million subs, right? So that's a, that's a net worth of about $42 million a year they're banking. And that's just for, like, the garbage stuff, like the under undercards. I mean, the UFC, after doing some research, I think, you know, it's cool what they're doing with ESPN, and we'll talk more about that later, just having them as their ultimate pay-per-view platform. But why don't they just have their own app like the WWE Network? Because if they're pulling a half a million subs, you know, with, with lackluster type fights or fights that no one really cares about, imagine what they could do with their major pay-per-views if they just had their own platform. Straight up. Johnny Signorella returns an hour and a two a little bit later in the show. Of course, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, emanating from the Sports Byline Studios in San Francisco, California. Two-hour edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide Day. It's Sunday, of course, the 24th of March, 2019, 11 a.m. Pacific time is the start of the show. That's 2 p.m. Eastern time. That means we go 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern time and 11 to 1 p.m., 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Pacific time. Straight up, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Live Worldwide from the Sports Byline Studios. Having some fun. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, 
Withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Attention business owners. Are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan? Have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables, not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. 800-847-1183. 800 That's 800-847-1183. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Make a many and lose a many. <laughs> That's the way it goes. <laughs> he is 30 years old. He is the world linear world heavyweight champion. I'm talking about Tyson Fury. Of course, the fight with Deontay Wilder, the most exciting moment, of course, in sports history as far as boxing is concerned, probably for the past maybe quarter century. I mean, since the electrifying days of Mike Tyson drilling guys in one round, has any heavyweight fight been as, as exciting as Deontay Wilder knocking down Tyson Fury in that 12th round and watching Tyson Fury get up from like a WWE type of death. In other words, he looked like The Undertaker, like this was a scripted type of gig, man. He was dead to the world. And he got up, and guess what? Tyson Fury now talking all kinds of smack, signed a new contract, and has a new opponent. Let's hear from the world linear heavyweight champion. And so to you, how are you? You look very, very sleek. Yes, I'm very fit, very ready. Can't wait to fight. 12 weeks today. I'm really looking forward to it. You know, it's going to be my first time in Las Vegas. So it's been a long time coming, 30 years in the making. So you do have a definite date, and can you share it with us? Yes, I can. Live and exclusive on BT Sport. It's the 16th of June, Las Vegas, Thomas and Mack Center. Cannot wait. Amazing. Have you got an opponent yet? Yes, I have a German guy who's number two by the WBO called Tom Schwartz. Six foot six inches tall, 18 stone, unbeaten, young, fresh and ambitious. Okay, so to confirm, Tyson Fury, June the 16th, in Las Vegas at the Thomas and Mack. 15 stroke 16, obviously, with the time difference overnight. Well, that's terrific to be able to confirm that, Tyson. We needed no confirmation tonight, but we have seen it everywhere we go. The public love for you. You are the people's champion now, I'm sorry. Look at the the, uh, reaction you got when you came in here today. Now, do you enjoy it all as much as you seem to be? 
know what, it's fantastic. I'm overwhelmed with the support that I've been getting lately. You know, I come to these places, I'm at work, so I do as many pictures as I can with the fans. Uh, I enjoy myself and have a good time, you know. They came here tonight, came here to watch the box, and then you get to meet the lineal heavyweight champion of the world as well. What's not to like? It's great night of boxing. All along on this journey, which is what now, nearly two years since your return, Tyson, you know, it's been so obvious to all of us that there's been a complete change in the, in the mindset of the British public toward you. For the background story and your comeback, which is totally inspiring, what is it like in America, and now you're going to be based more in America? It's fantastic, you know. When you start as a little kid, you dream of going to America and cracking America, so to say. The last fight I did that with Deontay Wilder. And I'm going to go back and be on the biggest possible audience, live on BT and ESPN. So I'm going to be seen by a lot of people around the world, hooked upon a good show, do the best I can as usual. And as you know, you are the people's champion. You know that all the people want to see the rematch with Wilder. Join the club, you know. Me and Wilder, we've got to have this rematch. Sooner or later, this rematch has to happen. I've got to take care of Tom Schwartz. Wilder's got to take care of Dominic Brazil. And then I see we get it on. Are there background talks between you and Wilder? You have uh, a good personal relationship with him, don't yeah, you? Yeah, but Wilder's gone quiet. I send him messages, he doesn't reply anymore. Why do, think good sign. Why do you think that might be? He knows he got off lucky last time. They've robbed me of a victory in um, America. You know, what they got to do to beat this man? Brendan Ingle once said it, nail me to the canvas. You don't do that, you've lost. You were so gallant, even though you didn't get the decision on the night. How do you look back now on the fight? I look back on the fight, you know, I did the best I could, Deontay Wilder did the best he could. I believe I won the fight, and millions of people around the world believe I won the fight. You know, even Deontay Wilder's trainer left the corner before the decision was announced. Deontay Wilder's promoter told me I won the fight in the ring. You know, I acted professionally after the, uh, the robbery, and it was what it was. I wasn't about to cause a riot there in America. I had to get my fans out of the building calmly and quietly. You know, we have to return. The show goes on. You know, they, they can put a good man down, but they can't keep him there because well, we always bounce back. Fair comment. And to close on this episode for the moment, Tyson, you better tell us all again how you did get off the canvas in the 12th round because until tonight, we've seen no last round remotely like it. Well, well how did you do that? I'm not quite sure, but, you know, the get-up wasn't just for me as a fighter. I was representing millions of people around the world who suffer with mental health. And it was a must. I needed to get off the canvas to prove to people that no matter what situation you're going through, no matter where you're at, no matter how hard you're down, you can always get back up and fight back and continue to march forward. From one lineal world heavyweight champion to another, we take to Santa Monica, California, bringing the godfather himself, Larry Merchant. Larry, very good morning to you, sir. Back at you, Pedro. What's up? Tyson Fury, of course. I mean, looking trimmer and trimmer and trimmer. He doesn't. I. I just. I, I'm. I mean, listen. Abdomen muscles never won anybody any fights. He never did. I remember one time I showed my captain. I go, look at my abs. He goes, yeah. Can you win the fight? The abs don't win fights. He was right. Abs don't win fights. I lost that fight. Anyway, but the bottom line I was trying to say is he seems to be. It's. It's not a transformation. The best word I can come up with is metamorphosis. And that's that's basically what Tyson Fury's he's changed like from a butterfly into a caterpillar. It's, it's an incredible transition. Uh, well, you're right. I don't think that abs win fights, but they can be a reflection of how hard a fighter has trained and how hungry 
he is to get wherever he wants to go. Uh, I think in Fury's case, um, he was uh, so excited and challenged um, by the the popular world after he beat Vladimir Klitschko that he almost seemed burned out in his desire uh, to stay on top of the mountain that he went to. And he reportedly bloated up to well over 300 pounds and became addicted and so on and so forth. And various uh, fighters who achieved their goals and they have some money in the bank, et cetera, uh, reflect that attitude in different ways. And that's why there are uh, relatively few long-time super champions. But Fury has now uh, rediscovered his own type of Fury and is part of the big picture with uh, Joshua and Wilder. Uh, Now I wish they would start fighting each other instead of bring your own opponents. Well, bring your own opponents. We're talking about Tom Schwartz. Now, the last time a German challenged for a portion of the heavyweight title, I believe you televised that, the actual Schultz-George Foreman fight back in 1995, and that had a bit of an aroma to it because um, later on we found out that, that the promoter had illegally bought the sanction from the IBF and all this kind of good stuff and went down into court of law back in, in U.S. federal court in New Jersey with U.S. versus Bob Lee. But the bottom line is Schultz might have won that fight, didn't get it, and that was basically almost the end of Foreman. I mean, he had a couple fights after that, but George was sort of stick a fork in him at that point. Well, look, we've all uh, become excited by the heavyweight division uh, once again, which happens periodically and hasn't happened for a quarter of a century. Um, so we're all uh, hopeful that uh, they'll start mixing it up among themselves uh, rather than just uh, building their portfolios. Uh, but when they sign big contracts with different promoters and networks and so forth, uh, the way you uh, get through those contracts is uh, not to fight the toughest guy on the block every time. Uh, and so it's going to take a little bit of time before they start uh, being serious, and w- w- we're going to take them seriously for the opponents. Now, look, there are uh, uh, fighters who are so good and so much fun to watch that we incorporate the idea that, okay, they're 100 to 1 to win this fight, but I want to see how he does it. I want to, in some way, wire into that experience. Um, I'm not sure uh, all of these guys have that now, but um, one or two of them may, and uh, onward and upward. And uh, I, I, I guess I am... Uh, uh, an example of uh, hope uh, taking uh, over experience because I know they're going to milk this for as long as they can.
Oh, wow. That went silent. Larry, sorry about that little silence there. Of course, I was talking and the microphone wasn't on. Godfather, we're talking with Larry Merch, of course, the Godfather, the retired HBO Godfather. When you look at the entire picture, the heavyweight picture right now, Deontay Wilder, uh, AJ, of course, Anthony Joshua, and the aforementioned Tyson Fury, don't they really need each other to step up to another level? I mean, right now they're sort of like there's Tyson Fury. I consider him like the best, but that's by a rare, by a slim margin. And don't don't they need each other basically to step up to superstardom, or can they all make enough money running from each other? Well, right now they can make enough money um, for low risk fights uh, in the hopes that when they do fight each other. Uh, the reward will be uh, so big that uh, it's worth taking uh, the risk. That's just the nature of the business of the game. And hopefully that there are fights that loom so big that the different networks and promoters uh, find a way to co-promote and co-network. It's just, you know, they've tantalized us. They've teased us. And now they've they've retreated back into their caves uh, doing what the business guys do. And um, I try to take it, look at it, that we've already had two major fights this year in in Wilder Fury and in in Spence Garcia. Um, We've got a third one coming up on Cinco de Mayo, with Can- with Canelo and Jacobs, mm-hmm. well, having three major uh, three fights, championship fights that uh, transcend that into being big events in half a year is pretty good for boxing right now. Uh, if we have six of those in a full year, that would be a hell of a good thing. So I'm trying to to. Uh, see it in, in, in the big picture, but at the moment, uh, um, I want to see Fury. I want to see Wilder. I want to see Joshua, and I'm not seeing him. And I don't want to see Tom Schwartz. No knock on Mr. Schwartz, but sorry, Mr. Schwartz. He's just not what I want to see battling the world heavyweight champion. Larry Merch is going to stick around for us. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, the Dan Patrick Channel, Channel 211. Me and Dan used to hang at the fights in the 1990s. Yeah, he was up there in the bleachers and the cheap seats hanging at the Tyson fights. Had a great time with him. Straight up, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. Open phone lines. You can join the HBO Godfather with me if you'd like. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Or, or text the studio. Text us. 415-275-1613. The text line once again, 415-275-1613. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Often imitated, but never duplicated. Now, let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website 
WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. How many of us have looked at our finances and screamed, how can we make this much and still have so much debt? It just creeps up on us, right? Unexpected repairs, replace the washer and dryer, medical bills, and the killer, those insane interest credit cards you had to use to pay for it. Here's a really smart move that could help you get on top of your finances. Get a fixed-rate personal loan at bestegg.com. The rates are great right now. Imagine finally being able to pay down those crazy high credit cards and bills and then bank the money you save each month. Consumers have rated Best Egg 4.8 out of 5 stars on Consumer Affairs because of the super easy online loan app that takes about a minute with no impact to your credit score. Upon approval, funds can be deposited in as little as one business day. Get your bills under control, bank what you save, and take control of your finances with a loan from bestegg.com. Visit bestegg.com slash plan. Bestegg.com slash plan. Bestegg.com slash plan. It has been said that everyone has a book in them, but do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family, or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Down goes Frazier! Down goes Frazier! Down goes Frazier! The heavyweight champion is taking the mandatory H-out, and Foreman is as poised as can be! Now, more Brain Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You ask me uh, how well that he fight, I don't know, but I can tell you one thing. He punched good. We're on the line with, I believe, a former resident of the city of brotherly love. Larry, you you lived there when you wrote for the Philadelphia Daily News, right? Or the Inquirer, whatever. I lived or whatever. in the outskirts. I was in Philadelphia for ten years as a as a photo editor, sports editor, and sports columnist. And um, I covered the early part of Joe uh, Frazier's career from. Of Philadelphia, which had a very lively boxing scene. Did I ever tell you about the Joe Frazier story when he ran everybody out of the gym in their underwear? Um, you <laughs> probably have, but I've probably <laughs> forgotten it. <laughs> yeah. Calvin Grove gets me on the phone. The IBF featherweight champion gets me on the phone. He's going, oh, 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 oh. and I go, "What's up? What's up, Silky?" He goes, "Man, Joe Frazier just ran me out of the gym." I said, "What'd you do? What'd you do? Did you do something to Joe?" He said, "No, Joe got upset about something and he made everybody leave." And I said, "Yeah, so you left the gym?" He goes, "No, he made everybody leave with their boxing equipment on. In other words, if you were sparring in the ring, you left the building with your gloves on." He made everybody exit the building at one point. You know, Joe was Joe was a, unique, a, a very unique guy. How how much did you did you like him? Was he a good guy to be around? Uh, yes, yes, he was. Uh, he came from South Carolina. 
as a young man, uh, I he used to he understood that uh, you reap what you sow, and he trained very hard and pushed himself very hard, and became one of those rare, relentless and, and reckless aggressors uh, who survived a long time, got up from knockdowns, um, beat virtually everybody and occasionally got beaten himself and was always entertaining and and a good guy. 1964 Olympic gold medals. He ended the career of my <clears throat> initial boxing mentor. I'm talking about Eddie Machen. When Don Chargan put Eddie in with him down there in Southern California, Eddie got roasted in a few rounds. But Joe, of course, uh, went on to win the world heavyweight champion, had that epic bout where the world stopped in, of course, March of 1971. And Larry... You and I sort of came to the same agreement afterwards, after 15 rounds, that, that Muhammad Ali had won more than, more, than, more than enough rounds to win that fight, but yet the, we could both accept the judges going the other way, or could we? Uh, you're talking about the, the first fight. The Ali Frazier. Frazier, exactly, 15 yeah. rounds. Uh, look, um, Frazier was the aggressor, and he scored a late knockdown, so I understand um, – uh, why he got the decision, uh, I thought that Ali uh, had won a close decision. Um, a, a couple years after that, I did a, you know, what what is is now um, part of every boxing show, uh, counting punches, mm-hmm. punch stats. Uh, I went with a, a friend who had scored the fight for uh, Fraser. Uh, we took it apart, punch by punch. Um, in a in a little studio, I didn't know what he wrote. He didn't know what I wrote. We only counted the clean punches. Um, and I had always been curious because there was one round where Ali landed 19 clean punches and Fraser three, and one of the uh, judges gave the round to Fraser, hmm. and I just couldn't understand it. So that's why I went back and did that. Uh, before their third fight, or before the second fight, I guess it was. And uh, it turned out Ali landed twice as many punches in the fight as Fraser. But again, uh, Fraser was the aggressor. Uh, Ali was clowning around in the ring, which I thought at that time uh, would offend some of the officials. And that in a, a closer round, it could cost him the round. But be that as it may, it was one of the greatest events I ever covered. The highest expectations for the fight were exceeded. It led to uh, one of the more mem- memorable uh, uh, series of fights that we've ever seen. So... Uh, uh, I have no dispute with anything. Uh, I, I disagreed with the result, but uh, I accept it. Joseph William Frazier, 32-4-1, KOs. Does he get disrespected as far as all-time heavyweights are concerned? Do you think he sort of like gets left off the list to, to an extent? I don't think he gets left off lists. I just think that... Um, like most fighters that came up in in the Ali era, they were all um, they all looked uh, tiny in comparison to him uh, because of his 
actions in and out of the ring. And that happens. It was something similar happened to when Joe Lewis was the champion and um, probably when Jack Dempsey was a champion. So uh, he just completely blotted everyone out like this, like a bright sun. And uh, so other fighters didn't, uh, didn't get, always get their due. But at the same time, it that gave made a lot of money for other fighters, and some fighters like Fraser, like Foreman, uh, ultimately got their due. Joe Frazier may have been one of the the hardest trainers I've ever seen in my life. I watched films of him train, hours of him train, and he was just he was just relentless in everything he did. There was no turning back, and of course that that fifteen round. Fight with Ali, he took a hell of a lot of blows, and he was still licking and ticking, of course, the second and the third fight. Um, here's a question for you. Somebody asked me last week, did referee Tony Perez save Joe Frazier from a second-round knockout in that second fight there when Ali had Joe all rattled up? Of course, that was after the foreman loss, but Tony Perez took a little bit of a took, stopped the fight, thought he heard the bell, and then he restarted the fight, reminiscent of, like, Zach Clayton. But go on. Uh... Well, first, I don't recall it. Okay. Uh, second, in, in big fights, um, referees uh, are tuned into the uh, dimension of a fight, the crowd, the expectations, the hopes, and they they try to make sure that uh, they don't make the wrong call. Um, I just saw a fight in the last couple of weeks, and I don't re- recall what it was, where... Uh, you think a, a fighter has a, a 10 count to get up, which can last 12 seconds, 15 seconds. And by the time the referee looked into the eyes of the guy who had been knocked down and measured him up and asked him if he was okay, he probably had 30 seconds to, to survive. Um, so referees are under a lot of pressure these days in big fights that generate big bucks. Uh, I, I've been on the short side of, of referees, and, and they are sometimes atrocious as far as their their um how can I put the, their decisions are concerned. We're talking with Larry Merch, of course, he Godfather himself. There are fights today on Fox uh, Fox Sports. Is Fox Sports? Yeah, Fox Sports one's going to have fights today. Of course, Lamont Peterson and Sergio Lippin. This Lippin is a sort of supposedly a live underdog here. Fights really close. Lamont Peterson, of course, days gone past. Anthony Peterson's also on the card, but this is a a um. PBS show that's going to go on Fox is I keep asking this and I ask you time and time again, is PBS going to pay off? I mean, I, I don't, is, is Fox giving them enough money to sort of keep the wheels turning? Uh, well, um, they, they must've given them a, a, enough money to get some shows uh, that they think is, uh, is worthwhile. And, and now with uh, Spence joining Wilder uh, as potential uh, big earners and 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 stars in the sport, uh, yeah, it's possible that uh, um, everybody's going to come out okay out of this. Uh, particularly if they can ever, you know, do more uh, hometown fights. Uh, in which we get to see uh, these fighters in the rest of the stable. 
Um, speaking of Earl Spence, somebody that was high, very much unimpressed with Mr. Spence and his abilities last week was the WBO welterweight title out of that boxing hotbed. I'm talking about Omaha, Nebraska. Terrence Crawford and his crew. I talked to Bo Mack on the phone, his trainer, and they weren't, they weren't, uh, they're looking forward to fighting Mr. Spence with open hands. Let's do it, they say. Let's get it on. Are they saying that because they're, are, why are they saying, I mean, they want the fight, but is it can these can these people come together? ESPN, Fox, all this kind of good stuff. What are they going to do? Uh, can they? Yes. Will they? Um, I would say uh, probably not. At least in the foreseeable future. Um, Spence is on his own track, and uh, my guess is that he'll be matched with some of uh, of Al Heyman's other top well-awaits, and then he's going to move up to junior middleweight or and or middleweight and, and ultimately try to fight Canelo. Uh, can a fight be made um, with uh, Crawford? I don't, I don't know. You know, normally, I, I, as you know, I say, well, if they can build themselves up to the point where they're going to both Break some banks and 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 uh, bring the crowds that they'll find a way to make it. But I I, I don't see the path cro- uh, crossing here. Um, Crawford is going to have to go out on his own and uh, um, try to do some explosive things to uh, make himself a star first. Vasil Lomachenko, 12-1, nine kills, of course, two-time world amateur champion, taking on Anthony Corolla, who's 34-6 and six with three, three draws going down, uh, May, uh, taking it back April 12, 2019, at the Stable Center down your way. Does he have a following? I mean, will, he, will people come to the Forum or, or the Staples Center? Will they come to the Staples Center to see him? Has he got that kind of name? I think it depends on the opponent. Anthony Corolla? Um, uh, I don't think uh, Cole is a big enough opponent, you know, and um, and what the expectations are and the ticket prices are. Uh, I don't think Cole is a known quantity in, in the U.S. I think if it was Garcia, yeah, they could fill some uh, big buildings or even stadiums, but we don't know uh, what the next move by uh, Garcia would be. So is Lomachenko a superstar in search of a super fight? Um, he's a, he, he's a, s- a superstar within the boxing establishment. Okay. But like others, uh, who have come from Russia or Eastern Europe, um, he's, it's unlikely he's going to be the A side of a big pay-per-view event. Even we've, we've seen that with, um, uh, Golovkin, mm-hmm. who's a, a great fighter, a future Hall of Famer, 20 straight knockouts, uh, and yet uh, when he wanted to make his mark in America in a pay-per-view event, he was not the star of the show. So that's just the way it is. Uh, we all have the highest respect for him. I wish they were... 10 or 20 more fighters out there like him. But um, 
we have to remember the Klitschko brothers, as appealing they, as they were, as as uh, personalities, as unique as they were, as uh, brothers on top of the heavyweight division, they had to go to Europe uh, to make it big. Good point. So um, uh, we could see the same uh, career rollouts for actors and actresses. Some American actors may make it abroad. Very few uh, foreign actors become big attractions in America. Straight up, the Godfather himself, the retired HBO Godfather. Say hello to the Godmama for me, and we'll talk soon. Larry, thank you for your time, sir. Keep the faith, Pedro. The great Larry Merchant on Sports Byline. Look here. The get wasn't just for me as a fighter. And I was a must. I needed to get up the canvas to prove to people that no matter what situation you're going through, no matter where you're at, no matter how hard you're down, you can always get back up and fight back and continue to march forward. Brother, still ahead of me. But when I get punched, I do the same. And when I want to love it, Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. If you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPO plan. If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. Call 800-296-1252. 800-296-1252. 800-296-1252. That's 800-296-1252. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. 
But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800 932 5517 Tower of Power, 50 years of doing the funk thing out of Oakland, California, okay? They came out with a debut album on the soul side of town. Came out at number five, debuted at number five on the hip-hop charts. I didn't think Tower of Power was hip-hop, but I guess they are. Number five on the hip-hop charts. Congratulations to Emilio Castillo and, of course, Doc Koopa and the entire Tower of Power crew. Check them out at TowerofPower.com. Straight up, you're tuned to Hour number 1 of Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, and a plethora of other platforms. But straight up, at Hour number 2, we'll talk USC. The USC action, of course, talk about last night's Man, what a hell of an upset it was. Anthony Pettis coming up from lightweight, the former lightweight champion. Thought to be not really an entity anymore. Thought he was like lunch meat for Stephen Thompson. Guess what? Didn't work out that way, as it does in a lot of MMA fights. That's why it's so hard to to uh, handicap mixed martial arts and stay with a high record, although I got one. But the bottom line is, it's tough. you got to study. Bottom line is, we'll also hear from Gennaro Hernandez. Who's that? You'll find out. If you don't know already, Chickenito Hernandez, of course, died a few years ago of cancer. And uh, I'm bringing him back because, you know, we did this last interview together. It was very painful. But every now and then, you've got to get a little pain to realize the joy of life. And I think this will be a little pain that you can handle. Hour number two, Gennaro Hernandez, John Signorella, and Tyson Fury. Another Tyson Fury interview to come on the mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, hour number one of two, of course. We come to you Saturdays and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Saturday for an hour, Sunday for two hours, and hey, wait, wait, I'm not done. I do the Taco Mat Audio Magazine, Saturday nights, 10 p.m. Pacific Time, that's 1 a.m. East Time, right here on the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Don't forget, coming up, hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable. And save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. 
Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Fascinating. For over 30 years, and still, your inside look into boxing and mixed martial arts. What the hell's going on out here? Heard live around the world. And brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. Yeah. And now, live from the Ring Talk Studios in San Francisco, here's the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Down goes Frazier! Down goes Frazier! And Foreman is as poised as can be! Pedro Fernandez. Emanating globally from the multi-million dollar Sports Byline Studios in the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. Yes, the man was correct with that introduction as my name is Pedro Fernandez. Often imitated but hardly duplicated. Now 35 plus years now, you're undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio waves. So straight up, we're going to hear both from boxing and mixed martial, sour, mixed martial arts this hour. We'll bring in, of course, Johnny Signorella from Las Vegas, Sin City's very own. We'll also hear from the world heavyweight champion, part two. I did an interview with him that we aired in hour number one. We'll air, air an hour and air an interview with this hour, hour number two, straight up. Tyson Fury, the hottest heavyweight right now, and really the the linear, the really world heavyweight champion. I mean, think about it. Hasn't he done more than both Joshua and Wilder? I mean, he won 10 rounds against Deontay Wilder. Wasn't it enough to win a fight? 10 rounds or two? I don't care if you knocked him down in both rounds or not. 10 rounds or two. The math doesn't make sense. Does it? You tell me. Straight up, we're from Tyson Fury this hour. We'll also venture into the world of MMA. I'm talking about the UFC, of course. Coming to you live last night from Nashville, Tennessee, the home of country music. Wow, what can I say? Steven... Stephen Thompson was supposed to be like the guy, this karate guru, man. Beautiful face, the whole nine yards. Stephen Thompson got lit up like the White House Christmas tree. Of course, the former lightweight champion, Anthony Pettis, back in the winner's circle at 170 pounds, welterweight, said he didn't have to strain to make weight. That was the difference in winning this fight straight up. I thought it was the inside leg kicks that he kept doing, those inside left leg kicks, man. He kept, 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 kept him kicking the left lead leg. And that's what sort of broke this guy down. I mean, that's that's sort of weird. Boom, boom, boom. What's he doing? What's he doing? What's he doing? He was willing to take the punishment in order to inflict the punishment and then get the win. Straight up, some kind of super punch. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Straight up, boxing and MMA. Wait, and I'm done. We'll also venture down a dark world in boxing. The death of Gennaro Hernandez today on Sports Byline. It's kind of rough, but that's all right with me. Because I dig the vibe and I like the comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Ask yourself, if you built a van for your business, where would you start? At the beginning, of course, with the people who invented the work van over 100 years ago, Mercedes-Benz. You'd give your new Mercedes-Benz Sprinter advanced technology and safety to keep you connected and protected. You'd make it available in diesel and gas, and there would be thousands of configurations and upfits to choose from. You'd build it right here in the USA. Because your one-of-a-kind business deserves nothing less than a van that's built for you. 
Introducing the all-new Mercedes-Benz Sprinter, the safest, most innovative Sprinter yet, starting at just 33790 Built for you, the all-new Sprinter, built in the USA. Mercedes-Benz, vans, born to run. MSRP excludes all options, taxes, title, registration, transportation, charge, and dealer prep fee. Options, model availability, and actual dealer price may vary. See dealer for details about costs and terms. Equipment described as optional. 2019 Mercedes-Benz Sprinter available soon. Being a new parent means every high and low you can imagine. But Evos can make it all easier with a baby monitor you can trust. Go to myevos.com. That's M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com to see how Evos can be the eyes and ears of your nursery. Evos works with your smartphone to provide a live audio and HD video connection to your baby anytime and anywhere. On a date, at work, away on business, even serving your country overseas, Evos helps you never miss a moment. Whether your baby is with a sitter, your partner, a grandparent, or a friend, you'll be right there, too. And with unique features like smart alerts that know the difference between a barking dog and your baby crying, extensive sleep tracking data, and state-of-the-art security features for your peace of mind, Evos is the smart baby monitor for connected parents. And enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z dot com. iHeartRadio, an app so powerful, it holds 20 million songs from 450,000 artists, thousands of the best live radio stations, custom stations, and stations created just for you. It's anywhere and it's everywhere. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app iHeartRadio is that easy. Download the app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. You're listening to the MMA Hour. Stunning turn of events last night in the world. The USC, the Ultimate Fighting Championship, of course, took their act in Nashville, Tennessee, the home of country music. Anthony Pettis, the former lightweight champion, thought to be washed up, thought to be over the hill. Hey, what can I say? He was done stick a fork in him. Well, not really. Ladies and gentlemen, referee Herb Dean has called a stop to this contest at four minutes, 55 seconds of round number two. Declaring the winner by knockout. Anthony Pettis, four-year welterweight debut. You called out Wonderboy Thompson. What was it about this matchup that excited you? His ranking, man, number four in the world, bro. I don't want to fight no one behind me, especially that lightweight. That's why I was like, let's move up. It's, this results show, man. The weight cut was uh, killing me at 145, 155, now 170. Um, I better be in the top 10, bro. So uh, I'm feeling good, bro. Love it. It looked like his range was giving you a little bit of problems, but look at the big screen and admire your work. Five seconds left in the second round, and you do this. What is this? <laughs> That's a Superman with hook. So, uh, you know, he was catching me with his jab, and I knew he had the range on me. So I was trying to eat him up with the low kicks, thinking about the low kicks. I know I was hurting his back leg, and that's what set up that right hand. You've done so many special things in fighting. You have started to adopt this new, exciting, even more exciting fighting style. Hands up, going forward. What has made you make this change to your game? The fans. I want to put on a show for everybody, man. That's all I want to do. Come in, make out, clap. You guys paid for your tickets, and I hope you got the show. 
You just beat the number four ranked welterweight in the world. You knocked out the number four ranked welterweight in the world. What do you want next? Is it going to be at 170? Are you going to stay at this weight class? What's next for Showtime? You know what? 170, I felt so good coming into the weight camp, the cut, the camp, the weight cut. Um, I'll be here for a while, man, but uh, I'm not done at 155, too. Um, there's a couple names at 170. I want RDA back. That's one of the fights I need. Um, and then uh, 155, man, if Dana wants to give it to me, the winner Barboza and Gatesy, I'm ready. Anthony Pettis, you always put on a show. It was an honor to call the fight. Anthony Showtime Pettis! You know, the guy across the octagon was no hobo. As a kickboxer, he was uh, only 58 and 0. That's right, 58 and 0. Of course, as an MMA artist, 14 wins and 19 fights. Fantastic fighter, but guess what? Second rate last night to Anthony Pettis, the former lightweight champion. Now we take it to Sin City, Las Vegas, and bring in the man himself, our heavyweight champion, John Signorella. And, John, talk about lights out. Oh, man, he broke out the Roman Reigns Superman punch on him. And Thompson, like you said, formidable fighter, great storied background in combat sports in general, was the Vegas betting favorite last night. Pettis came from behind. I thought he lost the first round. Next thing you know in the second round, with five seconds left to go, Pettis breaks out the Superman punch, knocks him out. I, I watched the fight over and over again. The reason why I was doing that is I was had to do something else, and there was I had a choice either watch the fight or listen to somebody talk smack. So I was watching the fight. I watched it two or three times, and because it didn't last too long. But Pettis, those inside leg kicks—that's what I thought really broke broke Mister Thompson down because he couldn't stand with his left foot forward, so he had to put his right foot forward in that southpaw thing where he doesn't jab as well, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Bottom line is Pettis broke him down. Tremendous observation, and in my opinion, that's the most lethal move in mixed martial arts. Think about, like, in boxing, we have the jab, right? Offsets the tempo rhythm, you know, messes guys up, gets them off stride. This leg kick hurts badly, and it does the same thing. If, if you've never been kicked to the shin before by another guy's calf or shin or foot, I tell you what, man, it hurts bad. I didn't wait high for a while, and that thing made me want to quit numerous times. So, yes, the leg kicks are always an effective tactic when you want to take someone out in mixed martial arts. Curtis Blade showed up in last uh, in shape last night, The uh, supposedly the number one-ranked heavyweight or, or one of the top-ranked heavyweights in, in the world of USC, and he defeated Justin Willis, who showed up. But Justin Willis was probably... Um, would I be kind to say he was out of? Would I be kind to say he was probably wasn't in the best condition? <laughs> you are very kind, Pedro. Yes, yeah, he wasn't in great shape, and uh, what we got was a lot of uh, wrestling and just sloppy looking action. And Curtis Blades, I think, if he has a more of a in shape guy, a guy that will kind of show agility and athleticism, maybe we get more entertainment out of him. He takes on a fresher body. I mean, is he ready for Francis Naganu? I don't think so. But he does look like he's in shape, and that, that matters, of course. Well, he in, uh, in but, but he has a wrestling pedigree, and, and Ngannou doesn't have the wrestling pedigree. And, of course, I guess Ngannou, you don't have to worry about him wrestling because he punches so hard if he hits you. Like, like I, I got a kick out of Hector Martinez. He doesn't put a whole lot of stock in brute guys, but he put a whole lot of stock in Ngannou when he looked at Ngannou and Cain Velasquez. He said to me, he goes, he calls me on the phone. He says, you know, things don't look good for the boy from Silicon Valley tonight. I said, what do you mean? He goes, he ain't got a chance. And, you know, obviously he didn't because he got lit up like it was domestic violence if they were gay. You said it right there, bro. I mean, Francis Naganu is a nasty striker, power puncher, and what a wonderful, tremendous uppercut he displays in just about every outing. And he's getting better and better. 
You know, so, I mean, wrestling, you could just pretty much negate it. If you hit that hard, you've got guys in the next week, man. You know, so at the end of the day, I think he's the top dog at heavyweight. Um, I was impressed with the ladies last night. Macy Barber, man, versus J.J. Oh. Aldridge. Oh. oh, that was a good, yeah, oh. good comeback uh, from behind win for Macy after oh. being beat up in the first round and just stopped and just really mauled J.J. Aldridge in the second round at Flyweight, man. That was, that was the most impressive fight on the card for me last night. Again, the ladies in mixed martial arts bringing the goods. I'm, I was shaking my head here, and people on Twitch TV are going, what's it? He's, I, it was, it was the, the way that poor girl folded up there, when she got Ooh. lit up, the way she, got, way she folded up, it was like, man, deer in the, if there ever was a deer in the headlights, it was J.J. Aldridge last night, I thought. Yeah, there's no doubt. I felt really bad watching that. It was awkward. It was uncomfortable. It was like it was watching someone getting bullied, and it's weird because she was doing so good in J.J., and then all of a sudden, she took one shot, and she just cowered into the corner and curled up and just took it. And I was like, ref, please stop this, because this girl's not going to fight back. She's got no chance. There's no need for this. And thankfully, they did in a short amount of time, but you have to have feels for, uh, for J.J. and feeling uh, back for her. So what did Mike Tyson say about fighting? Everyone's got a game plan until they get punched in the mouth. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. We've got open phone lines. You can join us if you'd like. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Or, 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 or text us. You can text us here in the studio. 415-275-1613. Once again, the studio text line. 415-275-1613. Next up, we'll hear from the world heavyweight champions, right? Tyson Fury in the house here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. You're listening to the MMA Hour. You're irritating me now. Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit and 98% of all applicants are approved it's that simple with AmeriFactors there's no more waiting for your customers to pay we give you the funds up front then we wait for your customers to pay us fund your business today call AmeriFactors right now 800-847-1183 that's 800-847-1183 Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 
Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Now, back to Pedro Fernandez with the MMA Hour. How about that? Oh, that is awesome. There are acres and fakers when it comes to the World Heavyweight Championship, and I don't care if he won the 2012 Olympic gold medals. I don't care if I said he was the next boxing god. Anthony Joshua is not the linear World Heavyweight Champion. Deontay Wilder, 2008 Olympic bronze medalist, of course, a man from Mobile, Alabama, the American hope. He's not the World Linear Heavyweight Champion either. The World Heavyweight Champion is 30-year-old Tyson Fury, the gypsy, the giant gypsy, 27-0, one draw, of course, the Deontay Wilder draw, December 2018, 19 KOs. Straight up, Deontay Wilder has got his hands full, but will it ever come to, will it ever come to pass the big rematch? Let's hear about what Tyson Fury has to say about his rivals. So looking beyond your next fight, um, obviously the fight that people want to see is the rematch of Wilder. Can you see that happening anytime soon? Um, I'll, I'll soon you call soon. Tomorrow, the next day, the next week, next month, next year. It's got to happen, you know. It was a great fight. Meanwhile, they put on a good show, so the fight's got to happen sooner or later. It won't be next, as we know, because I'm fighting Tom Schwartz and he's fighting Dominic Brazil, so hopefully we get on after that. Frank, any, anything to add to that? No, it's, uh, you know, Tyson's making his debut in the, in, on ESPN in the States, so it's a big, big uh Big platform for him, tremendous exposure. He'll be the most well-known uh, heavyweight out there being on that platform, so it's a great move for him politically. And it will help deliver and make the fights that we all want to see. We all want to see those unification matches, and this gives us a big place at the table. Along with BT's clout, we'll get there. Of course, Deontay reckons you don't want to fight him again. Deontay can go and... not going to say what he can go and do, but you know, Deontay already got beat by me in um, LA, so the world knows it. No interest in him at all. The fight happens. If it happens, it happens. And if it doesn't, he already lost. And he knows that his promoter knows that his trainer lost. His trainer left for inside when before the decision got announced. So De- Deontay's a nobody. You know, let's face it, he was a nobody before he fought me. He lost to me, still a nobody. So it is what it is. No interest in talking about the bum. And what a big bum dosser. That's all he is. <laughs> and what about AJ as well? Another even bigger dosser. I tell you what I can do with them two, yeah? I can give them a job carrying my boots and bags. So when they've all been busted it, very soon, when they fight each other and knock lumps off each other, 
yeah, and they get beat up and they lose and their career's over, they can come to the Gypsy King and I'll employ them. Because let's face it, they've not got the most brains in the world. So I'll give them a job when they've spent all the money because it's coming. Very sharp. When they're all skint, I'll employ his boys, don't worry. Bring his over, you can brush up the drive. No problem, pick a few leaves up. And when you sign a few autographs on my behalf, carry me bags, claim me pill, feed me animals and pick up the dog. Because <laughs> that's all you'll be good for sooner or later. And just one more for us finally. Uh, BT Sport has shown the uh, Khan Crawford fight. Can you just give us a prediction how you think that's yeah, going to go? Yeah, that's a fight, you know. Not really interested, though, I think. <laughs> no. <laughs> Talking about killing. No, it's a, it's a good fight, you know. <laughs> oh, Frank Warren's tin me. No, it's a good fight, you know. Amir Khan, Terence Crawford, you know. I believe in Amir Khan. Terence Crawford's probably the best pound for pound fighter in the world at the minute. Great fighter. Um, Amir Khan's getting another shot, so. He's got the speed. Amir Khan is the fastest boxer out there. So I hope he does it. I hope Amir Khan wins and becomes the number one in the world. Hopefully he'll do it. Anything else you'd like to tell us, Tyson? Yes, there is. You know, I've got lots to talk about. As we know, I'm never shy when it comes to words. I'm enjoying my life at the moment. Training's going fantastic. I'm in great shape. I've been ready to fight, Frank. I've been on the phone to you all the time. I'm driving him mad. Get me a fight, Frank. Get me a fight, Frank. Get me a fight, Frank. So, you know, fighting June 15th is now penciled in Las Vegas. Thomas and Mac Center. You know, as a little kid, I dreamed about getting to this level, boxing in Vegas. I never went to Vegas ever in my life because I made a promise to myself that I'd never go there unless I boxed there. And it's took me 30 years to get to this position, to box there. Finally got a box there now on the biggest stage, the biggest division and the biggest boxer in the world, me. And it's a dream come true. Look, looking forward to it. Um, we've got some more dates, but I can't let them out of the bag just yet. Could have been an exciting year. Um, the ball's going to roll, snowball. Keep it going. And a familiar face in your camp. Who's that? Billy Joe. Yeah. Billy Joe's in the camp, training very, very well as it goes. I've never seen Billy Joe look as sharp. When me and Billy Joe get together, it's like steel sharpening steel. We just gel, you know. He's trying to impress me, I'm trying to impress him. We bring the best out of each other, no doubt. When Billy Joe fights in eight weeks, or whenever he fights ten weeks, he'll, uh, he's going to smash it, I know he is. He's going to be a world champion again. Well, let's hope so, mate. What, what about old uh, Frank Warren here? Come on, Frank. Where's my next one? Yeah. When, when <laughs> we're going to get you a fight, Frank? I'm too old, mate. Listen, I've watched you. Know, you know, there's only one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you put Eddie and Frank in a room, Frank's always going to come out on top. Even though he's a foot shorter and 30 years older, I'm backing Frank Warren to do you, Eddie. Yeah. Big <laughs> money on. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but Frank Warren didn't do well when he had that one-on-one with Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson went up to his hotel room. I right, take that back. Uh, Frank Warren went up to Mike Tyson's hotel room. Mike Tyson was fighting in in London and just beat the snot out of Frank Warren. I mean, like beat him like 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 bruises on his face and stuff like that. Man, that was merciful. Do you remember that Johnny Sig? You know what? I did not know about this, Pedro. Oh yeah, Mike, 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 Mike lumped him up, man. I mean, lumped him up. And of course, Frank Warren, the same guy that Terry Marsh shot. Terry Marsh, a former IBF junior welterweight champion, who retired due to uh, an injury. 
Um, in my mind, I believe he shot Frank Warren wearing a wrestling mask, like a like a um, a lucha libre mask. In my opinion, it w- it was Terry Marsh. And when I cornered Terry Marsh on it the first time, he just shined it on. And when I asked him about it, I'm a relentless man. So I was next time I saw him, I asked him about it again. Man, did you shoot Frank Warren? And he looks at me like, gives me that look like I I don't know. It was like an admission look like. Why would you think that? And then he sort of winked at me and walked away. So he left me with thinking that, that he had shot Frank Warren. Of course, the uh, the shooter remains unidentified, although I think Warren, I think uh, uh, Marsh did stand trial and was acquitted. What a mess and only in boxing, bro. <laughs> Tom Schwartz, is that a mess or what? Oh, man, absolutely. I tell you what, it can be a hot mess for Tom, but here's what's up. Tom's 24-0, 16 KOs. Uh, fought all of his fights in Germany. Not much is known about him. Uh, Tyson Fury, you know, is a boxer. He's not a knockout artist. So maybe Tom gets some rounds in, but I don't foresee this guy being able to pull up, pull off the upset, I should say. Um, it's a little disappointing, obviously. I should say it's a lot disappointing that now we have the three heavyweights on three different networks. We got, you know, uh, Wilder with PBC, Fox, and Showtime. We got Fury with ESPN and Joshua with The Zone. You know, and certainly Wilder is the middleman, and I think he didn't sign that big contract with the zone and ESPN offered to him, so he has options to potentially have one-offs with either Joshua or Fury. But the bottom line is this is a mess. We got a three-headed monster with three great guys, all of which are unbeaten. Now, I believe Wilder did lose to, you know, Fury. There's no doubt in my mind. But here's what's up, is that now we have this great potential, this division, this heavyweight division, which usually carries boxing. If the heavyweight division's good, then so is boxing, with Usyk coming in. You know, and there's other guys lurking like Dillian White in the backdrop, but I hate that now it's becoming such a heavy business with these apps and these networks that might prevent some fights from happening. But I do strongly feel that we eventually get the Wilder-Fury rematch, and I'd love to see Fury and Joshua, because I think that would be the most financially gainful fight in boxing history when you think about it on a global scale. Yeah, there are no name opponents outside of Julian Fernandez. The only reason why Julian Fernandez has a name is that it coincides with mine. Outside of that, there are no names on the (laughs) resume of Tom Schwartz. It's spelling it like it is. Now, Deontay Wilder is going to take on Mr. Brazil. Brazil's a big guy. Can he fight? Only lost once to uh, Anthony Joshua. He is a big guy, you know. Um, I think he's taller than Deontay. So it'll be the second fight in a row where Deontay's got an issue where an opponent's taller than him. Uh, I still see Wilder taking him out, but these guys are all playing with fire. The more they get in there, especially with, like, top guys, because I think if they start messing with a billion whites of the world, and even with Joshua, with uh, Jarrell Miller coming up, I mean, Jarrell throws a lot of punches. So what I'm saying is the longer these guys are out there taking on top opposition, underneath themselves, you're running the big risk of that loss. And that loss takes away all this financial you know, gain that these guys are so seeking after because, I mean, look at these huge numbers and contracts they're making. But Dominic Brazil, I think, puts forth a good fight, but gets, uh, gets KO'd by Wilder. Going to put the Deontay Wilder resume under the microscope right now. In 2015, of course, he sort of burst on the scene with the WBC belt. 
uh, taking it from Jermaine Stiverne. Stiverne came in, I think, at 24-1. and Then he defended against Eric Molina. Of course, he's a future Hall of Famer, 23-2 and at the time. <laughs> Wait, Johan Duhapis, he's 32-2. and He's also in the Hall of Fame, maybe in his city, in his home city somewhere. Arthur Spitka, 20 and 1, another Hall of Famer. Wait, wait, I'm not done. Then we got the McDonald's Hall of Famer, Chris Ariola, 36, 4 and 1. Wait, wait, I'm not done. Gerald Washington, of course, he comes to us from, I believe, LA. Not a whole lot of fighting left in him. A rematch with Stavern. He takes on 45 year old Luis Ortiz. Then he fights Tyson Fury, of course, comes up with a draw. That's his resume thus far. How can he be the number three heavyweight in the world? Mainly because of the Luis Ortiz fight, how stunning that was. It was really good. Deontay obviously hurt, but, you know, managed to uh, stay on his feet. Exactly. Knock Ortiz exactly. Out. It, 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 so that, that's the fight that really puts him on the map. The sensational knockdowns and, and knockouts of fighters over the years, you know, definitely captured the public's imagination about him. But as far as skill set's concerned, we know I love Wilder, but he's not a great boxer at all. What, what's electric and what's gravitating towards him is that he could knock you out. You know, at, at, at any moment, he's got that bomb. He could just lay on you and you're out cold. Now, Tyson Fury was the exception to the rule when he got up like The Undertaker, when he said that everything, you know, that he ever did wrong with his life just came together at that moment where he was able to repair all these things and, you know, come back from hell and get up. And that's just amazing. And it's a metaphor for life, and it's very inspiring. Okay. So that's why I love Tyson Fury as my number one guy right now. Johnny Signorella is on the line. We'll talk about I'm, – I'm switching back to Deontay Wilder. He is the Thomas Hitman Hearns type of this division. He's the guy that comes out there and can throw blows. He's tall. He's lean. He throws them hard, especially with that right hand. You know, Tommy Hearns couldn't punch as an amateur, and then he became a, a tremendous puncher as a pro. Why didn't Wilder just go for the KO? I mean, when somebody's outboxing you, this is what I don't get, Johnny. When guys are being outboxed, they continue to try to box guys. They don't do dirty stuff. They don't try to think outside of the box. I mean, think of all the guys who fought Floyd Mayweather and didn't step on his lead foot. I mean, I can go on and on. Didn't hit him in the arms. They tried hitting him in the jaw. The impossible task. Why is it guys feel compelled to beat guys when at their best. In other words, you know what I'm trying to say? In other words, I'm not going to try to outbox a boxer. I'm not trying to outpunch a puncher. Why is it time and time again we see people trying to do that? Because they're being outwitted, they're jockeying for position, and they're trying to land that one bomb. And because the guy in front of them that's the, the better boxer knows how to negate that bomb and move around the ring and use angles and confuse them. Listen, we always say this, Pedro, and even on private conversations, you got to bang the shoulders. you got to bang the elbows. you got to hit the funny bone. you got to hit whatever you can take, and then you'll open up the marks and you'll make your opponent drop his hands or do something outside of his rhythm. When you try to box with a boxer and you're the power puncher, you know what, the running's on the wall. You're not going to have the advantage. You're probably going to lose that fight. That's why you just got to make contact. I mean, think about the invisible Roy Jones. That's how they finally beat him, just making contact. It, it, it threw his rhythm off him before you knew it. His chin came true. Untrue. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. John Absolutely. C- John Signorello is going to stick with us, folks. On the other side of the break, we'll take a st- stroll down memory lane. Not a happy stroll, but I think it's an emotional stroll that we got to take every now and then to realize how good life really is. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. My name is Pedro Fernandez. But hey, you know that. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. 
clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Trade pros, whether you specialize in service or new construction, Ferguson knows firsthand how much work goes into a long day on the job, which is why we're committed to offering the products and solutions to get every job done right. With over a 1,000 locations, an unmatched selection of specialty products, tools, and supplies, our pro pickup and same or next day delivery, you can trust that doing business with Ferguson will be the easiest part of your hard day's work. Visit ferguson.com to find a counter location near you. Hey, Rick Tittle here. I have to shave. Even though I'm not the hairiest person in the world, I'm basically a Ken doll with headphones on, but I need to shave. What are you going to use that's not going to make hamburger out of your face? The throwaway razor? Electric razor, straight razor. I found it in Harry's. You know, Harry's founders themselves, they were tired of paying up for razors that were overpriced and overdesigned. So we have a deal for you. Go to harrys.com slash game right now. Get a $13 value trial set that comes with everything you need for a close, comfortable shave with a weighted ergonomic handle, five-blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel, travel blade cover, and remember, you can get your trial set by going to harrys.com slash game. Rick Tittle, two thumbs up for Harry's. You know, they bought a world-class blade factory in Germany for just this purpose. Harry's.com slash game. Now, back to Pedro Fernandez with the MMA Hour. Check the clouds 40 minutes past the hour. Of course, you are tuned to the mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, the Dan Patrick Channel, Channel 211. So I can keep going, but the bottom line is I don't have enough time to list all our Internet platforms. But you know, week in and week out, every show is at sportsbyline.com. You can listen live at sportsbyline.com. Of course, Ring Talk Live Worldwide, one of my shows there is at 11 a.m. Pacific time, Saturdays and Sundays, right here on the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. No Holes Barred, 5 p.m. Pacific time. That is on Sunday afternoons. And, of course, the Taco Mat Audio Magazine, Saturday nights on the West Coast, 10 p.m. Pacific time, 1 a.m. on the East Coast. That is Sunday morning. You are tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Wow. I'm going to take you back to June 4th, 9, take that back, June 4th, 2011. 
he was my buddy. And when I say my buddy is that he was doing the compu box after he retired. I'm talking about Gennaro Hernandez. And every time I would see Chicanito, I mean, he never had a drink in front of me. He never, uh, outside of his wife, I never saw him with another woman. He was just already the most straight-up guy I've ever met in my entire One of the most straight-up guys I've ever met in my life, let alone in the world, let alone the world of boxing. 38-2, and two, a draw, 17 KOs, of course. This interview took place a couple of days before he died, and I think that I'm going to air this interview. And some people will say, you know, this probably isn't cool you're doing this, but I'm going to air this interview for an emotional response from you, the listener. Let's, go, let's take it to Southern California, bring in the great Gennaro Hernandez. Gennaro, uh, it's a very sad moment for me to have you on the radio at this point in time, but I thank you for spending some time with us this morning. Pedro, I appreciate you giving me the time to call me. Well, I, 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 what made you what made you decide to end the chemotherapy? What was what was the decision behind that? Uh, I didn't decide. The doctors uh, they claimed that the chemo that I had done in this last cycle, which was about a month ago, it was one of the one of the, one of the hardest ones, supposedly. But it's just not doing anything to control the cancer, and the cancer just is exploding all over me and. And it's, uh, I mean, it's just giving me some vicious pain. Uh, it's, I feel like my skin is burning. Like right now, right now, I'm talking to you. I feel like my, my right, my, not my right foot, my left chest, it's up in flames right now. Well, you know, I don't know what more to say than my brother, except that you've been the classiest guy that I've ever dealt with in boxing. And not only in Bakley, but in the world at large. I mean, nobody deserves to go out in the manner in which you're going out. And and it brings me to tears to sit here and have to talk to you like this. But um, I don't know what to I don't know what to say, man. I, I all I can say is that I don't know anybody has ever said anything bad about you. I don't know anybody has ever said anything negative about you. You've been the most positive person I've ever met in my life, When whether you were boxing, whether you were doing the compu punch numbers at ringside, no matter you're doing radio interviews, TV interviews. You know, I mean, people around the world realize that you are really a special human being, and, and I want to recognize you for that. Well, you know, I feel like if we're all, we're all special human beings. We got all, you know, we all have something within us that, you know, that, that people would always accept, and they won't, and you know, and and uh, I won't. And uh, I'm just sorry that you know I'm feeling these pains, but uh, uh, my thing is that you know what, we're all special. We know, like you said, nobody deserves to go out like this. And uh, unfortunately, my my card was dealt with, you know, having to go out like this. And well, you know, all, all I can say is that I had 45 great. Great, wonderful years of life. I had 20 good, wonderful, great people behind me throughout my boxing career, which is all the fans, all you guys from the fans. You know, I love you guys. I appreciate all the everything you guys ever did for me. And you know, and and I know they've given me only a couple of weeks to to months, whatever. You know, whatever the Lord decides to give me is where I'm going to live. And you know, if it's full of pain. It's the pain I'm going to go through, but you know what? What hurts me more is the fact that I got a beautiful wife and two kids, and I know my job was not done here, and, you know, it's trying to get cut short, but I'm going to try to prolong it as much as I can. 
Well, I wish you the best of luck, man. If you need me to call me and if you'd like me to um, speak at any services or things like that for me, you have your wife call me and I will fly down and and do and do all I, all I can for you, okay? I appreciate it, Phil. Thank you very much. God bless you, man. I'll talk to you soon. Likewise, and that's everybody for me. All right. Thank you so much. Take care. 35 years of radio, that was the toughest time I've ever spent behind the mic. I mean, that was just, that was incredibly tough. Of course, we're talking about Gennaro Hernandez, died at the age of 45. That was June 7, 2011. The interview was on the 4th of June. I believe it was a Saturday. Man, that was a, 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 a day that I'll never forget. Words cannot suffice when you have somebody on the line actually within hours of their death, just telling you how, how life, how they lived life and how they lived a clean life. And, you know, I mean, looking at his boxing career, and I'll bring in Johnny Sig back in a second, but looking at his boxing career, he lost two fights. He lost to Oscar De La Hoya in 1995 in a fight that he went into with a broken nose. Shane Mosley broke his nose in training, and it was a big payday. He didn't want to back out. I think it was like a half a million bucks or something like that. He should have held out and, like, you know, went for another date. But the bottom line is he lost to Oscar, and then he lost, of course, in his last fight in 1998, I believe, to Floyd Mayweather Jr. Of course, he was stopped in that fight. The bottom line is nobody had a bigger heart. Nobody had a bigger soul. Nobody was better in my mind, for the world of boxing as an ambassador, as El Chequenito, I'm talking about Gennaro Hernandez. So, Gennaro, may you rest in peace forever, my brother. You are my brother. Straight up, from one brother to another, Johnny Sig, what can I say? Words, uh, words cannot suffice there. Absolutely, man. I'm still choked up from hearing that interview. And uh, like you said, I mean, as far as the boxer's concerned, only two losses and beat Azuma Nelson, which is huge on your resume. And at the time, uh, Carlos Hernandez, who was who was a hot fighter for a minute. But boxing aside, man, even though despite the labored breathing in Hernandez during that interview, you could still hear the positivity in his voice, the passion for life, the optimism, you know. And it just gives you chills when you hear someone still be able, even though they're, they're dealing with life's biggest blow in cancer. And believe me, I've lost some great friends, including my father, my number one best friend in the world, to cancer. And it's a terrible, terrible debilitating thing and it's just absolutely awful to hear this man still sit there and say you know what generations to come i still will be here i have a family they will carry on and honor my name i mean i'm i'm teary-eyed right now as i'm saying this brother Gennaro Hernandez, may he rest in peace, no doubt about it. Of course, now, later today lamont peterson and sergey lipinitz you're going to take lipinitz in this one now. he's a slight betting favorite i got lipinitz who is the betting favorite i think there's too much miles Tom Peterson with the four losses, the Spence, Garcia, Matt Defeat, Tim Bradley. Of course, all great fighters, you know, and you look at what Peterson did against Amir Khan. That was impressive. You know, Felix Diaz, impressive. Lippinett's not a great resume, but he always said that this weight thing was an issue. He took the Garcia fight for money, and there was all other sorts of stuff happening in his life at that point in time that didn't make him perform well against Mikey. So let's see what he's got at 147. I mean, listen. That's a deep division, bro. Like, bottom line is, can I see Lipinets being a top player? Uh, I don't know. Like, where does this fight really go? What's the pathway for both of these guys? Do they end up just being opponents for a Thurman, you know, or uh, uh, Sean Porter? And even if they are competitive with a win today, right, in those fights said against Porter and Thurman, even if they are competitive in those fights as well, like, what do we get, a controversial unanimous decision for the favorite? So these guys are kind of set up for a fall, but I think the matchup is pretty good on paper. Last week, the stuttering senator, I'm talking about Manny Pacquiao, was talking uh, Earl Spence, talking all kinds of smacks, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now he issued a, um, 
a list of opponents that he's willing to fight now at 40 years old, 41 years old. It looks like it's Floyd Mayweather. He wants to rematch with Mayweather. Keith Thurman, Danny Garcia, or Sean Porter. Those are the four guys that pa- – can Pacquiao really call the shots? He's an old man now. Ollie, he's the B-side of any record, isn't he? Yeah, but what he can do is duck Spence. He don't want no part of Spence. He was hoping that Mikey Garcia was going to win that fight uh, last week, and that's a more winnable fight for Pacquiao. If Pacquiao does take on a top guy at 147, it's going to be Keith Thurman or Sean Porter. It will not be Earl Spence or Terrence Crawford. That's not going to happen. I think we get uh, Thurman, you know, because I think the cash grab for Thurman is big to make him take on a name. And in Thurman's mind, he's like, okay, I got a 40-year-old Manny Pacquiao. I could probably use my legs to tire this guy out and win on point. And for Pacquiao, it's winnable because you saw Thurman just a couple weeks ago struggle against a B-level opponent. So I think that's naturally the best way to go. Or a Sean Porter, who also isn't looking so hot. So you could take the names if you're Pacquiao at 147 that will make you money because they are names, but they're not much risk. If you take on a Terrence Crawford or Earl Spence, boy, you're taking on some risks. Pacquiao, 61 wins, 7 losses, a couple of draws, 39 KOs, of course, turned pro at 107 pounds. Spence, 29 years old, as I said, Pacquiao, almost 41. Uh, Spence, 25 and 0, 21 KOs. Thurman, 29 and 0, 22 KOs of uh, Clearwater, Florida. It looks like he's a the guy they're going to try to put, he's 30 years old, he looks like he's a guy they're going to put in front of Manny. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what we get. It's all going to be negotiated. You know, and uh, I'm looking forward to see where, where it goes. I mean, Manny can still kind of fight a little bit. He looked pretty good in his last couple fights. Still got the hand speed, the leg movements there. Makes me wonder where it's coming from if you catch my drift. He's the you stuttering know. senator, my brother. He's a stuttering senator. And, and I don't think, I just don't, listen, I don't think he knows what he wants to do. I really don't know if he wants to box anymore. I mean, because let's be honest, man. When you've got as much money as he has and you live in, in, in the Philippines, I mean, he's buying homes for poor people and that kind of good stuff. Now, I, I can relate to that. But the bottom line is, what, what, how much more money does he need? He's going to run for president someday. He may, end up, he may end up being president, at least running for president. I mean, that's where his future is at. As far as boxing is concerned, if he'd have left after the Lucas Matizzi win, he'd have looked stunning. Absolutely. Go out with that type of win against, you know, a high-profile opponent. In Mathesee, you know, but like we saw in that fight, he might have been broken going in, but no discredit to Manny. Manny did the job. He looked fantastic. You know, after a little bit of a layoff and questions about, you know, was a Jeff Horn uh, victory that Horn had against Pacquiao, was that taken away from Manny's legacy and how much did it affect him moving forward? And he showed a great look to the, to the public. And I agree with you. I don't know why Manny's doing this at this point in time. Is it something that's unfulfilled? I mean, realistically, huh. meaning the Mayweather fight. Is he ever going to rematch Mayweather? That's never going to happen. But, but, Floyd was not going to come back for that. Unfulfilled. The guy started off 107 pounds eating rice, That's okay? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You know, selling rice and cigarettes on the street at 108 pounds, you're starving in the Philippines, and then rising to prominence and going all the way up to 147 pounds, winning titles, destroying Oscar De La Hoya in the process, destroying Eric Morales. Marco Antonio Barrera, do you remember when he bursted on the scene how violent and crazy and explosive man he was? So I don't know where, where the unfulfillment would come through unless he feels that he's going to be always next, second best to the, uh, the, the Floyd Mayweather era in terms of, well, Floyd beat him, you know, so I guess maybe that's something he's trying to chase after financially and just uh, for his reputation. Okay, let's change gears. Bud Crawford, the aforementioned WBO champion, of course, undefeated out of Omaha, Nebraska, or as some stewardess once told me, once told me, would you like a free round chicken trip to Omaha? 
I go, where? She goes, Omaha. I said, I don't know where that's at. Anyway, bottom line is um, Crawford and Amir Khan. Crawford's training for this fight like it's the like it's the Joe Frazier Muhammad Ali fight of his life because he super wants to impress and he wants to stand out uh, after Spence's pedestrian win over Mikey Garcia. Yes, he wants to be a notable guy at 147 pounds. And I tell you what, if Crawford gets Khan into some trouble, which I believe he will down the stretch. Khan's got good hand speed and good boxing ability. He'll be competitive for a few rounds. Will Khan, right? But when Crawford sees that blood a little bit, he's going to jump in that water, bro. And he's like a shark, and he'll eat you alive. He finishes the job. When he sees that you're hurt, bro, he brings out the ghetto in him, and he takes care of business. Hmm, Omaha, Nebraska has a ghetto. Believe me, it has a ghetto. And Terrence Crawford, I'm not saying he's from the ghetto, but, man, he's got some street in him. I've seen him fire up a couple of times. And even in in non um in non-boxing issues, he's been very kind of said this, somewhat volatile at the time. But at the end of the day, he's undefeated. He is what he is out of Omaha, Nebraska. And Johnny Siegel, stick around for the close. You are tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. You're listening to the MMA Hour. I don't want to, to predict this fight, but, you know, I'm going to promise that I, I can give a good fight, you know, to, to make people happy, and uh, I, I just do my best. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. If you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPO plan. If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. Call 800-296-1252. That's 800-296-1252. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? 
for a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 Now, more Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Johnny Signorell is on the line from Las Vegas, folks. And, of course, we've been talking about the late, great Gennaro Hernandez. I was also looking at some video this week, and somebody sent me some very various clips of Oscar De La Hoya, of course, the 1992 Olympic gold medalist. And a lot of times we can we sort of uh, take away from his abilities, Johnny, because of the fact we caught him cross-dressing. Isn't that true? It is. And, you know, guys, don't get it twisted. Oscar De La Hoya was one of the most ridiculous fighters I ever watch especially growing up such an inspiration what a left hook on this kid i mean go through the resume he dazzled you with great wins um you know going back to cesar chavez i corte what an amazing fight that was with i corte in the 12th round if you ever questioned de la Hoya stones watch the 12th round of that fight you know dressing like a girl or not i don't care what i mean de la Hoya would mess you up especially when it got to deep waters in his prime look at the felix trinidad fight I, a lot of people felt that oscar had won that i thought so too and, of course, Fernando Vargas. The list goes on. I mean, Oscar De La Hoya, what a great career. You know, all jokes aside, an amazing boxer. Just wanted to give him his props and knew Johnny Sig could do that. Johnny Sig, real quick, the Ring Talk page. Search us Ring Talk Worldwide. You can catch all our archive shows and also bonus content. Everyone, enjoy your weekend. Thank you for listening. John Signorello, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. 35 years of being often imitated but never duplicated. Check us out Saturday and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, sportsbyline.com. 